welcome to another episode of In Another World. Hi, I'm your host, Zachary Landolt, and on this week in pop culture, I have guest Samantha LeBrock, deep friend of the pod, who will be stopping by to talk about some of the big pop culture-related headlines from the past week, including the cancellation of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the release of the new trailer for Dune, we have another case of J.K. Rowling being problematic yet again, we have the premiere of Dancing with the Stars with a truly bizarre performance by Carol Baskin, and of course we'll be talking about the dick that broke the internet this past week, of course, Chris Evans' leaked dick pic, because it's it's the content that I was needing more than I realized, and I'm not alone, I have no shame. And then later in the show, I will be joined by Sam and Manda, the hosts of the podcast, Who You're Calling Trashy, to go into a little chat about some of our favorite trashy reality TV programs. So please stick around and we'll be right back. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Full disclosure, this is such an easy process. You literally sign up for an account, you go to your homepage, they give you the available ads with the script, you record it, you put it into the pod, you tell them where it is in the pod, and honey, you're good to go. You are finished. You are done. So apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot CO. And be sure to add in another world into the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. Do it. Hello and welcome to another edition of This Week in Pop Culture. Today, me and my guest Samantha LeBrock, one of the hosts of the YouTube series Good Luck with Sam and Dove, and an old friend of the podcast will be joining me to talk about pop culture related headlines from the week of September 9th through September 15th. Hello, Samantha. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing, you know, uh, good. I started back <laughs> my job job this week and- Yeah, how um, like working? Yeah, I thought that I was using my body uh, during quarantine, but I guess I was not because I'm exhausted <laughs> and everything hurts. <laughs> I've realized I need to do more because I realized that even the idea of going to pick up takeout right now, I just go, eh, I'll order it. <laughs> and I think you don't even want to walk to the car to drive to a restaurant to pick up food. That's sad. <laughs> That's no good. It's the well. This was a, a crazy week for pop culture in terms of it was just all over the place. All over the place. Big headlines all over the place. So first one, this one, I, I literally, I've started taking notes during the week. Like if something goes, oh, I just immediately write it down so I don't forget. This was very much underlined twice on my list. Keeping up with the Kardashians, canceled. You heard that right. I can't believe. It's finally going to be off the air. I can't believe it was canceled, though. Like, I can't believe it wasn't like some some member of the Ooh. family finally outvoted Kris Jenner for them to go <laughs> off the air. Well, I heard 
This is all allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> but when I was researching this, I heard there was behind the scenes stuff that they wanted more money. And E was like, yeah, like, we don't have more money right now because it's <laughs> it's a pandemic. So I guess you're canceled then. And they were like, okay, because they've been kind of like ready to end for about three or four years, apparently. So I think they were kind of like, you know what? You can't afford to pay us more money. We don't really want to do it for that money you're going to give us. So why don't we just uh, call it a day? Call it a moment. Yeah, just like, well, I don't think so anymore. I <laughs> think we, we did it. We got it. Almost Kim Kardashian did make a statement where she said, to our amazing fans, it is heavy hearts that we've made the difficult decision as a family to say goodbye to keeping up with the Kardashians. After what will be 14 years, 20 seasons, hundreds of episodes, and numerous spinoff shows, we are beyond grateful to all of you who have watched us for all these years. Whew. I mean, a- I, I really, I was only around for those uh, first couple first seasons. Yeah, we we'd actually talk about that later in the episode, me and my guest today. Oh. How I think the first few seasons, I don't like the show really at all, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But the only interesting stuff I ever saw were the early seasons. Yeah, I mean, they're just iconic. Like, even though I wasn't watching the show, there were yeah. moments that, like, entered my psyche from some kind oh, sure. of pop culture osmosis. I have gone back and watched... Um, the Chris Humphreys episodes that oh my. yeah just like that whole era I think you have some really uh interesting dynamics knowing where it's funny how much of their lives we've seen like you think about oh yeah. right that was on that show oh yeah like they had a wedding special at one point they had like the the Kimberly Kardashian wedding oh where yeah later they're like hours. yeah we did it for the money it was a red carpet event it was hours and they were paid $2 million by InStyle to have their picture second. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, apparently the last season will air early next year in 2021. I say, fine. <laughs> Other things. Uh, the trailer for Dune was released this past <gasps> week. Finally. Wow. It, yeah. Starring Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, Rebecca Ferguson, Javier Bardem, and Charlotte Rampling. To just name a bunch but not all of them <laughs> there's a bunch there's some more uh yeah timothy shamamale so shamamale. glad shamamale um i just this uh role looks really exciting for him it looks like yeah. a very different timothy than we've seen in yeah. in the last in the last few more modern um realistic roles oh, yeah. because i feel like you still saw that kind of sensibility in his movement and his acting yeah. in little women but i think this is something so different and just oh wow and zendaya looks (gasps) stunning yes i'm very excited the the visuals look incredible yeah oh yeah oh the giant monster at the end oh my god well when it's it well and it's villeneuve who also did prisoner sicario arrival and blade runner so he's he hasn't really made a like a clunker yet so i don't know it's it looks exciting yeah i'm into it yeah the trailer uh, the trailer is a lot of like looks it's like well, yeah i like that it doesn't tell us a lot it just makes no. you go "Ooh, what's happening i i was i was like what is happening like there's voiceover with it but it's just like a face a face he's good at that that director i don't know if he like has a big part in the trailers but like i felt the same way about arrival when i saw the trailer for that i went that looks really good but i have no idea <laughs> 
what the movie is about or what yeah and i love i love going into um a theatrical and movie experience with no knowledge of what's gonna happen oh yeah as much as possible yeah and really going along for the ride and yeah i mean we got we got some really good solid images and like action sequences but i i'm not super familiar with the original dune oh i'm i'm not either um it's not really my usual genre Um, also this week I don't really know her as well, to be honest, but like uh, Diana Rigg, who most modern audiences know from Game of Thrones, passed away at the age of 82. Yes. Very sad. And her, have you watched Game of Thrones? No. Oh, wow. On my Hinge profile, I have a part where I go, I've never watched Game of Thrones. If you can get me to watch an episode, congratulations. (laughs) Good for you. You don't, you don't objectively abstain. It's just like a lot. Uh, I don't actively seek it out either. Uh, I don't go out of my way to like make sure I watch it. Okay, well, her character it was iconic, and like you would love her. I've heard. You'd probably like watch a couple scenes. She's who I identify. I identify most as in the Game of mm. Thrones world, and I um, also would would be part of House Tyrell, uh, which is her house. Uh, oh, other thing, Post Season 3 is set finally to resume production in October for a potential spring release on FX. While the Post team may continue filming soon, the show will be looking different. Co-creator and showrunner Stephen Canal told Variety that viewers should expect content changes in upcoming scripts. Things like kissing, we will likely forego those moments, he explained, adding, um, the place on our show where the biggest impact we felt will be the ball scenes. Those scenes have 125 to 150 background actors. That's tricky because that's such an important and critical part of our show and the narrative. We're just only now having conversations of, is there a world where we forego these things? Ah! <laughs> I don't know. I, I I wonder if they're going to have to do, like, digital effects to create the ball scenes, maybe. Oh. I mean, it could also... I Smart shooting, you know? Like, um, if you've seen any background for when the VMAs only have, like, a couple people standing around yeah. in front of the stage for, like, extra performances. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Something like that with creative angles. Yeah. Well, because they're gonna have to do ball scenes, so I wonder if maybe they'll, like, maybe they'll use like stock footage from old balls, and then somehow find some way to like digitally put the two together, kind of thing. What? What do we know? What year this one is taking place? Seasons taking place? I know it's doing a time jump from the last one, so it might be like ninety three ish, ninety four ish. Yeah, because I know he said that he wants the show to end around like I think ninety six. Oh. And I think they're so. I think they're planning on the show only lasting like four or five seasons. I think, from what I've heard, I'll just be happy to have the show back. But it, it's it's crazy to we also, it's it's so weird watching all these shows, um, just coming back because well, next thing I was going to bring up was the return of Dancing with the Stars, and I watched clips from that last night. And they're just acting like, hey guys, it's Dancing with the Stars. Everything's normal. Everything's great here. And I'm like, okay, this is insane. <laughs> this is like, it, like the, the beginning of Dancing with the Stars felt like a Black Mirror episode. It just did not seem 
normal nothing felt normal because you couldn't there obviously was no crowd you had like tire banks yelling at you you have no crowd we have crowd noises they had the socially distanced judges you know tom bergeron's not there anymore it's tyra banks it's it was just it was a lot to take in at once and they were trying to act like hey guys it's dancing with the stars and nothing's different this time and it was like just crazy it's a crazy energy well, now I got to go back and check it out because I didn't get to see any of Tyra. I want to see Tyra. I mean, of course. <laughs> of course. Oh, um, iconically, Tyra and her scoop cream cheese that she invented for her bagel. Like, I would I would truly watch Tyra Banks talk to me, act in anything. Like, she... Yeah, uh, to back it up, um, for people that don't know what she was just talking about, there is a crazy video of Tyra Banks talking about how she eats her bagel and she talks like a lunatic which is like i eat my bagel a little different so what i like to do is i like to scoop all of the bread out of the bagel oh and, and she's I... fully doing acting it out too and i'm like oh, yeah. you no know she doesn't scoop a damn thing out of that bagel herself i'm like you have your assistant scoop out your bagel and then she just fills it with cream cheese and then puts it in the microwave and then eats it. And I'm like, that sounds fucking disgusting. That's a cream cheese bread bowl, baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, Tyra Banks, stop it. Stop it. Um, but yeah, I digress. Uh, but no, but so to, again, to add to all the craziness, you just have fucking Carol Baskin there acting like, hi, and I'm Carol Baskin from Tiger King, as if this is not just the most bizarre thing. And she's dancing to Eye of the Tiger. It was, it was too much. Yeah, well, I remember, well, when so for um, those of you who have not seen uh, Tiger King in its uh, entirety. Which includes me, because I have not seen it. um, This is very much on brand for her. Like, she is an extra lady. She wears all animal print. She wears tiger print all the time. Um, She's always in animal print. She has a dead-eyed YouTube series where she's like, hello, cats and kitties. Like, okay. very – she – the performance was nothing less than what I would have expect, expected from seeing that woman. She had the body language of someone that's, like, dancing with a a coat rack that has a trench coat on it, and you're pretending it's a man. Like, she had no connection to that man's body. Oh, no. <laughs> And her arms were in little claws, like a tiger, I guess. Little it tiger was... claws, yes. She did get the lowest score of the night. Yeah, it just looked like the costume did not fit, because it was like no, she couldn't put her arms fit. down. She didn't fit. The song she didn't, didn't fit. fit. Oh, and then they the were in like the neon tiger print. Ugh. Her dress wasn't great. It's not her fault, but it's like, it just wasn't like a lot. Like, cause one thing that happens sometimes you have these people on that show where you're like, what are they doing here? But they come out in their, you know, ballroom costume and you go, well, they look fun. At least you have like that. It was not that. Yeah. Not I remember when enough. I first saw the commercial and they were like, Carol Baskins. I was like, good for her. Okay. <laughs> good for her. Everybody's accusing you of killing your husband in the middle of this pandemic, but good for you going on dancing with the stars. Well, and on that, they to make things extra weird, her, the family of her of Don Lewis, her ex husband, ran an ad during the show, where they they basically brought up the speculation that she fed him to tigers, uh, which she has been quoted as saying that theory is the most ludicrous of all lies. 
Um, but how fucking crazy that, that like during oh, the yeah. show they were like, "You can't have this moment, Carol." No, like imagine, like can you imagine me like, no. and we come back on the bake, we'll have Carol's scores. We'll be right back, and then it's like we miss our family member. Maybe Carol Baskin has answers. Like that's like truly bonkers. Ooh. You know she's gonna make it on the show for a while. Yeah, like, yeah America's yeah. gonna keep her around. They know what to do. Uh, America, don't fuck this up. My, my mom was like, "No, she didn't kill him. You would need a much bigger meat grinder to grind up a human man." <laughs> she's like, "There'd be DNA all over that place." I love that she has all the all the tips. She's like, "That's she, no. she, she used to work in a DA's office. So there you go. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Um, so other notable cast members from this are Anne Heche, Olympic figure skater Johnny Weir. Johnny Weir. Johnny Weir. Is there a reality show Johnny Weir will not do at this point? No. Uh, act, uh, <laughs> actor Jesse Metcalf, who I know from Bring It On. Mm-hmm. And some NFL guy, Vernon Davis. I don't know. And then Nev, who I know from, <gasps> from MTV's Catfish. I, I that's who that's the other one I watched because I I was gooped when I was like, uh, what are he you doing? Feels, that feels like a fame horror moment. Uh, weird to see Anne Heche, just because you know I still yeah. think of her wandering in the desert. Yep. You know Alien. after the breakup with Alan. Yep. Uh, all of that. Um, the number one people of the week was some Disney Channel girl named Sky Jackson. And Justina Mikado from One Day at a Time. How lovely. Oh, lovely for both. Lovely ladies. Um, weird to see J- Jesse Metcalf also. Again, big crush. Big. Oh, wait. I think of Jesse Bradford. Who the fuck is Jesse Metcalf? Is he from Desperate Housewives? I think that's where he's from. Yeah. I don't know. I, this is a kind of all over the place cast. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 I don't know. Who do you root for? Like, who do you, you know what was fucked though? I watched a lot of the clips and I watched Johnny Weir's clip, and it is hateful that he did not get one of the highest scores of the night. I always feel that way, also, because I mean, uh, Johnny Weir appears on every reality program that oh, I watch, everything. and everything. but he's always delightful and entertaining. Yeah. And I'm like, this, it's just wrong, he's unfairly scored consistently. Well, because they're like, you need to work on your lines. And I'm like, maybe they're being extra hard on him because he's a skater. But it's also like, y'all, he looked great compared mm-hmm. to the other ragamuffins that were dancing <laughs> on that stage. Like, come on. Uh, so, uh, yeah. next. Guess who was a crazy cuckoo lady again this week? JK Rowling. Oh, I saw, I was introduced to this story from a TikTok and I literally, it was like a, and I was like, oh, that must be a joke. Like, there's no way that's real. <sighs> yeah. So, for the, any listeners who don't know what we're talking about, Troubled Blood, which she released under her alias Robert Galbraith, centers on the disappearance of a woman, quote, thought to have been the victim of Dennis Creed, a transvestite serial killer. The Telegraph review led to hashtag RIP JK Rowling to trend on Twitter. Not because she's dead, but because people are noting that the author is killing her own career with her views. Some have used the hashtag to recommend works by trans authors. Others have used it to defend Rowling's freedom to hold these views. Critics have also noted that Troubled Blood, the fifth novel in her detective series, is not the first book in the series with transphobic elements. She had previously been called out for her depiction of a trans woman in the novel The Silkworm. Ugh, God. What what thoughts? Uh, Just why? 
Aren't we dealing with it? Can't you take take your fucking wrong, hateful opinions and go just be alone with them? Do you do what a book? No, we don't want to read it. We're not gonna. Well, yeah. To add, uh, in June, she took offense to an op-ed that used the more inclusive phrase "people who menstruate" instead of "women." Shortly after the backlash to those comments, Rowling published a lengthy essay on her personal website, making a number of inaccurate claims about the transgender community because she was quote worried about the new trans activism. I just think I don't fucking care that you wrote Harry Potter. Like I just, you know, yes, I liked I liked the world building you did, but now that I know that this is where you sit on this, and I just think she has all the money and privilege in the world to get more educated, and and she's a very smart woman. That's what's also just so frustrating. Very intelligent woman, and yet I feel like she's just being willfully ignorant or just aggressively ignorant. It's just baffles me it, it really is confusing um yeah i i don't understand why anyone who has the kind of platform that she does would yeah. use it to generate so much hate she's but can i say though as a gay person i also found it kind of like whatever when she was like oh by the way dumbledore gay the whole time and we were like <laughs> cool like it's nowhere in the books <laughs> you know like <laughs> great uh, great that you said that um that's like you know it's i i feel like like crumbs being given to the lgb community like look see i thought of you the whole time i just didn't tell you the whole time it was just i don't know so this is not the first time i've it just now it's beyond like the dumbledore thing was just more like well that's kind of annoying but i guess nice that she did that and now it's like lady you fucking suck like until you get i I was saying i'd I'd like to think anyone is capable of growth and change and becoming a better person but she seems very set in her ways and her views yeah so i think i'm just out i was never really in but i'm definitely i'm I'm gonna step out on jk rowling uh it's a it's a pass for me yeah it's a no for me it's a (laughs) no for me But to end things on a positive note, I don't want to end on J.K. Rowling. Let's go from J.K. Rowling to a dick. (laughs) Of course, I'm talking of Chris Evans' dick, which was leaked all over the internet and practically broke gay Twitter. Uh, This was, what a moment. What a moment for the community. (laughs) What don't moment. Well, here's the thing. Normally... I would say, I mean, I still say, oh no, private information coming out. I'm not going to like celebrate it, but I'm going to like have a party for a second. Because if you don't someone leaked it for him, he leaked it himself. It was an oopsie doopsie. <laughs> he did an oopsie doopsie. There's my dick. <laughs> uh oh. I'll delete it as if I did anything. If, if, if we have learned anything in modern culture, if you see something great on the internet, screenshot that shit because you don't know where that's gonna go it was just what an unexpected dick you know like i never thought we would get chris evans <laughs> that's I, he's captain america he is captain america <laughs> um i did not see it yeah, yeah, i, I am disappointed but i did not <laughs> seek it out because um no, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i was just like i'm i'm just not gonna right if it, it would have popped up 
that would have been lovely gal, but I'm oh, not the screenshotter. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to. It's an oopsie doopsie for him. And I'm not going to uh, exploit that, I guess, to like go seek it out, you know, like to yeah. go be like, where is it? I am late to the party. Somebody, anybody. Um, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo tweeted in defense of him. Quote, bro, while Trump is in office, there is nothing you could possibly do to embarrass yourself. See? <laughs> Silver lining. And so sort of end things on a positive note. Evans tweeted on September 14th, now that I have your attention, vote on November 3rd. <laughs> so, you know. Well, yeah. So I guess that's really all I had this week. Um, but before we wrap up, I did want to bring up your YouTube show that you are doing with Devin Ray, who is about to be on a mini series in the month of October on in another world, but it's called good luck with Sam and Dev. Did you want to talk about it at all before we uh, say goodbye? Yeah. So uh, we are all in a quarantine pod. You're my two people that I see. Um, uh, And so Devin and I have had this idea for a YouTube series for a while and we finally have the time and the equipment. And so we're uh, she's done makeup professionally uh, and has done special effects makeup and I have had to do my makeup for shows. So I have some skill, but I'm very impatient and not an artist's hand. Uh, so, uh, we are just normal people doing makeup tutorials and I try to do stuff and then it doesn't come out right. And then Devin gives me a few simple tweaks to figure out, what can go what i need to do to take it to the next level and make it look like what happens in the tutorial because i think um any other uh normal makeup lovers can relate to doing your makeup and being like it doesn't look like the tutorial what have i done well Um, and to to do a serious plug the second episode you swap beauty regimens and that was entertaining (laughs) yes watching you just look at your hair and being like oh god (laughs) it was so mad it was so mad for so long after because it was just like i don't want to be a straight (laughs) like like, it felt like like yeah i want you to be straight but we don't do that well you're gonna do it (laughs) just didn't look right no it was very no offense it was like like, i I don't understand what you want me to do here um, and Devin seems so upset to have so little makeup on her face. She was, and she, she was like, and so like a naked child. <laughs> she she hated both of it. Uh, but also, it's about just us being best friends. We take uh, yeah. we take quizzes, friendship quizzes, and personality quizzes because we also love those uh, during every episode. And uh, it's it's a fun time. It is a fun time. Uh, where can they find um, the show? Uh, they can find it on YouTube. Good luck with Sam yeah. and Dev. You, but is it the same on Instagram? It good is. luck with Sam and Dev. Yeah. yeah. At good luck with Sam and Dev. And you are at Samantha LeBrock. I on am. Instagram as well. Yes, I am. Well, thank you for going through this week in pop culture with me. Ah, yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, everyone, listen. To their episodes come out every Thursday. So go to yeah. YouTube. Go to Good Luck with Sam and Dev for that good content. Content, baby. <laughs> And thank you so much again to Samantha for dropping by This Week in Pop Culture. And we're going to take one more little break. And when we come back, I will be talking to Sam and Manda, the hosts of the podcast, Who You Callin' Trashy, to have a little talk about some of her favorite guilty pleasure reality TV programs. So be sure to stick around. We'll be right back. 
Hello, lovely podcast listeners. I'm Nick Eibler, and I'm the host of the podcast Queer Queries, a new podcast that aims to celebrate LGBTQ plus people and educate everyone on what has made us a fearless and fabulous community of people over the course of history. Each week, I have a different member of the community sit down with me to discuss a different topic pertaining to our experience. And that's when I was introduced to a conversion camp. You know, there's fluidity also in personality and presentation. We as human beings deserve to be treated as human beings. She's here and she's queer. This show will cover the gambit. You'll laugh some, maybe cry some, and ultimately learn about what makes us more than just rainbows, clack fans, and tea. New episodes out every Sunday. Be sure to rate and subscribe and follow us on Instagram at, at queer.queries. Okay, guys, I just want to welcome to the show. I have Sam and Amanda, the hosts of the podcast, Who You Calling Trashy, here Hi. to talk about trashy reality <laughs> TV. Welcome to In Another World. Hello. Hi, Zach. Hello. Thanks for having us. <laughs> oh, of course. Thank you for coming. So why don't you tell the listeners about your podcast? Oh, um, okay. <laughs> well, it's in the name, Trashy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we recap and relive the craziness that is reality TV. Yeah, and oh, we yeah. have a good time doing it. We have it. a good time. There are usually <laughs> two or three drinks in us before we record. <laughs> That's so. the best way to watch reality yeah. TV. I mean, it's how you're watching it at home. You exactly. should. You should be. <laughs> yeah. You should be sipping when people saying shady shit. <laughs> And most of the people like, on reality tv you spin. should have a couple drinks in you that's all i can oh, say yeah. yes i mean most of them have drinks in them 99 percent of the time yeah they're... so i mean <laughs> let's all get on the same level <laughs> they're bummed <laughs> we we just got started in july so we're a brand new podcast oh, wow. and we cover everything just episode by episode uh there are a lot of reality tv podcasts out there but i think we have a pretty unique take if i we, do say so we myself do. We do. <laughs> Love the name. The name alone. (laughs) That was was her brainchild. (laughs) Lovely. We were going back and forth because we wanted trashy in the name and that was just so Sam to say, who are you calling trashy? (laughs) (laughs) It's really pathetic how long we went back and forth on whether or not to include a G or not include a G though. So I think we landed in a good place. (laughs) Yeah, no G. No G. (laughs) No G. (laughs) <laughs> well, you're like a little younger than me, so I feel like with my reality TV experience, there was like early reality TV where it was a little more intelligent, like like well the real world, but like early the real world where they didn't know mm-hmm. the full formula of trashy reality mm-hmm. TV. But then there was later reality TV, which just really figured out what worked and what didn't work. I feel like that's probably what you just grew up with. So yeah. did you did yeah. you always watch reality TV? Because I was sort of like in and out. Um, well sam you you go first because you got indoctrinated into reality tv way before i did yeah i uh as you know i grew up in south carolina i grew up in the deep country we did not have cable television we had satellite and so i i had only like five channels to watch and so i grew up on the price is right which is not trash, if I do say so myself. Spay new to your cats, people. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you've got the Jerry Springers, oh, which, which I grew up early on. Yeah. Jerry Springer and Cops is what I would say I lived on from ages three oh, to wow. six. 
I remember when I was in middle school, we found out that one of our lunch ladies was on the Jerry Springer show, oh. and I could never find the episode, but I know that she was on the Jerry Springer show, and I was so, so excited. That is so North Carolina. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah especially where I'm from, I went, yeah, that checks out. I'm sure they found <laughs> some drama going on somewhere around here. Yeah, well, what, we, what was, like, the first reality show you remember being obsessed with? Jerry Springer for me, for sure. Okay, Mine all right. Was, uh, Rock of Love. <laughs> oh, Rock of Love. Oh, that's yeah. a great one. Um, like I was saying earlier, it took me a little while to get into reality TV because I lived in the Utah bubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only went to Disney Channel. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with Disney Channel. Oh, no. Not at all. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, girl. Um, but... I um, wasn't allowed to <laughs> expand outside of that. Yeah, I get I grew that. up Mormon. Mm-hmm. So my parents were very Christian story. when I was a teen, so we definitely mm-hmm. had like, you get it. if you're gonna watch another channel, you better listen for the footsteps coming down the hallway and change. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. The last channel ready. button was like a big thing in my childhood. Yes! Like, hit the last channel button. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I did that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like I would hear my parents coming, and I'm like, oh shit, they're making it. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, bad, bad. We don't do that. Sex, bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my parents hated MTV. If they walked into the room and we had MTV on, they would just be like, I don't know how we can watch this filth. It's filth. <laughs> I'm like, right, I don't know. Don't tell you. Oh, oh. Remember when you. MTV ran music videos 24-7? Yeah, remember when they played music? Yeah. <laughs> remember that crazy thing? It used to be, <laughs> it used to be like, and now for an hour break from the music videos for these TV shows, and you go, oh, that's nice. And now it's like, no, like, do they even no, play music, music videos? Yeah, no, no never. Music. Don't ask them what the M is. That's a secret now. <laughs> it's a mysterious it's letter mo- M. It's more Multimedia. Multimedia television. Well, because, yeah, I think probably my start with reality TV was MTV because I would watch, like, Road Rules. I would watch The Real World. They had other other shows. Other, and I feel like MTV sort of started the trashy uh, meter going towards the trashy. Yeah, and and the good, frankly. Network TV followed suit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Room Raiders. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Room Raiders. Oh, my I God. Or Next. Remember Next? Yes. Oh, okay. That's Zachary knows what, what I'm living for. Next is my jam. I actually Next just is the best television show I've ever created. Thank you. It's the best. I remember oh, staying up late. I could. I actually could not remember if it was MTV or VH1 that it was on. Oh, MTV. But I just remember staying up until 3 a.m. with my girlfriends just watching Next the whole time. And it was that is that was my introduction into the MTV reality world. Yeah. That was and my introduction was to dating. I don't know what that says about me. I was like, oh, God. Like, hi, I'm Christy, and I'm here for a good time. And she like walks <laughs> off the bus. And he's like, next, <laughs> girl, bye. I didn't like her forearms; they were just really yeah. creepy. Like, just like, oh, okay. I just feel well, like that... brunettes. It was always something yeah. so stupid. What a horrible thought into the like. What a horrible um, thought into what dating is like. Just pure <laughs> judgment all the time. Oh yeah, that's what love is, right? Bus? Yeah, she she walks funny, you know. Yeah. She she. It she was. Or, I mean, I swear it was. It was as trivial as like. So, what would you say your favorite sport is? Um, I like volleyball. Next, next. Yeah. 
I can't deal with a girl who's no football, you know, and you're like, I hate you. Did you you ask her if she even liked football? You just asked her what her favorite was. (laughs) That's not good TV. That's not good TV. (laughs) And Room Raiders was the one where I'm like, this is the worst idea. I mean, the best idea, but the worst idea, like, literally let strangers go through your room without notice. And (laughs) I wonder how much of it was real, but I remember times where some of them would be, like, literally wrapped in their, like, sheets from their bed because they were just pulled from their bed by production to start filming. I'm like, that's insane. That's crazy. I had an irrational fear that this was going (laughs) to happen to me. Like, I would watch it and be like, oh my God, I got to clean my room. Oh my, oh my God, I got I to gotta hide some shit. <laughs> I don't want you see like an out. unmarked production van pulling up on your street. You're like, oh, I'm going to get room raided. I know it. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. So I do a segment with all of my guests called Your Birth in Pop Culture, which is where I take pop culture related facts to the day you entered this world. Just give Woo-hoo. you a feel of where we were at when you entered the planet. It better um, be cool. Just, yeah. It better be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I can't guarantee that you'll. Oh, no. I, I was like, oh, what a bummer. And he's like, oh, my favorite. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start with Sam. Uh, so you were March 16th, 1995. Yeah. The number one movie, the day you entered this planet, it was called Outbreak. It was a medical disaster film starring <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, Rene Russo, and Morgan Freeman. Do you know what I'm talking about? From the director of In the Line of Fire comes the year's most powerful thriller, Dustin Hoffman. This thing kills everything in its path. You gotta tell him to send out an alert. Just do it. Rene Russo. I'm leaving with the team in an hour. Morgan Freeman. Damn it, Sam. I want to save these people same as you. The most optimistic projection for the spread of the virus is this. 48 hours. Outbreak. Rated R. Nope. No idea. Cool. (laughs) But at least Morgan Freeman is cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I've heard of that title, I think, but I've never seen it. So I've uh, I don't know. And your number one song was Take a Bow by Madonna. Take a Yeah, that's that's better. Yeah, that's much better. (laughs) And for Amanda, you are April 9th, 1993. Yep. Okay, number one movie for you was Indecent Proposal. Do you know this movie? Suppose I were to offer you one million dollars for one night with your wife. Paramount Pictures presents the new film from the director of Fatal Attraction. Think about what this money could do for us. How could we do something like that? for you. Robert Redford, Demi Moore, Woody Harrelson. Now the night would come and go, but the money could last a lifetime. Indecent Proposal, rated R. Starts Wednesday, April 7th. It's I've heard an, the title. It's an American <laughs> drama in which a married couple's relationship is tested when a stranger offers a million dollars to spend the night with the man's wife. And it stars <laughs> Robert Redford, Demi Moore, and Woody Harrelson. Oh, we're watching it. Woody Harrelson? <laughs> Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson was married to Demi Moore in this movie. Uh, so that's, oh, okay. that's Hollywood. That, that, I mean. 
And your number one song, it's called Informer by the group Snow. I definitely know I gotta say, another guest of mine had this song <laughs> as their number one song. I had never heard of it. Um, I've only heard what I listened to to put the clip into the show. I don't, I, I've never heard of it. I'm, so I'm, I'm sorry I have anything more exciting. <laughs> that's okay. At least I got an indecent proposal, not yeah, outbreak. Exa- that's pretty, I mean, that's <laughs> oh, better than outbreak. <laughs> yeah. Too real. Oh, man. So going into the, so what made you want to start a show about trashy reality TV? Well, Zach, it uh, started like all good things do, with mimosas. Ah, <laughs> yes. All the best ideas. It was, it was Sam's birthday mm. this year, right before we got locked down. Yeah. And we were a, a few mimosas in, having brunch at her house, and uh, we just turned to each other, and we were like, we should do a podcast. <laughs> and, and of course, we're super supportive, because we're inebriated. We're like, yeah. yeah, we should totally do it, totally do it. Didn't talk about it. For like a month, well, <laughs> and then we talked about it again when we were inebriated, and we we're like, "Are we are we gonna do this? We're, we're gonna do this, right?" You have yeah, to recreate the mindset you were in to exactly. get back to this. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, and that's what we do every weekend. <laughs> oh, now, on your show, are you covering any specific genre of reality TV, or are you doing a little bit of, like a mix? We're playing it by ear. Yeah. Um, we're starting with limited series because they're easier to cover yeah. as opposed yeah. to, shorter. you know, seasons that have gone on for eight seasons, nine seasons. Or, you know, it's going to be difficult to catch like, up. Yeah. Endless. Yeah. What's yeah. funny is talking about trashy reality TV, because of course, big headline, the news was the f- cancellation of keeping up with the Kardashians. How do you feel about that? I feel fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think it's fine. Yeah, I actually think it's weird that it's still on because they're so yeah. beyond that show, whether we like it or not. Like they are branded and here to stay for a while, whether yeah. anyone wants to admit that or not. They're- so it felt weird yeah. they were still filming a show because I feel like at this point they're so like guarded with what they show and don't show on camera that it's not even really as interesting as it used to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. After Kim married Kanye and. <laughs> the kids and him couldn't be on the show yeah i really lost interest you know i was like because now it's just like the dumbest like i'm so mad at kim because we're supposed to go to this one restaurant and we're not going there and it's like why is kim in charge and then you're like this is is the whole episode whole episode where you had lunch today um so yeah i I was never really i I am gay so i am committing a sin i did not watch keeping up with kardashians a lot neither did i girl yeah I watched it as a teenager and I got over it fairly quickly. I think I was pretty into seasons like one through six or one through seven. Well, those are the then... best ones, I will say. Yeah. All the best it... clips are from those early Definitely. Seasons. Well, except for recently when Kim and Courtney had their fight. That was pretty juicy. I'm not even, I, I don't even know what that was about. Know. What was the fight about? Yeah. Apparently, Courtney had like pinched Kim or something. <laughs> and the next thing you know, they are literally like, claws out cat fighting punching even really punching each other you have that. to look at the clip i didn't watch oh the my. whole. i didn't watch the whole episode but then now it's ended so i have a feeling <laughs> <laughs> it was taken a little too far oh my but yeah, yeah. the 
the Kardashians, we, we don't love the Kardashians, yeah, which is, I think, a sin for us with being in love with reality TV in general. Yeah, yeah. I've had to slowly just accept that they're going to be around for a while and yeah. try to find some way to respect them. Like, well, they made a multi-million dollar industry out of their name. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And it's Kim just... is uh, working on getting innocent people out of prison yeah I mean, so that's, that's nice cool. yeah but how frequently she's got one was it like yeah, a new so. year's resolution where she yeah. like planned on doing this or like, yeah. how are you actually out of jail <laughs> i mean well because i remember i only watched it a little bit and it was when i was had this one apartment that just came with cable tv and so I never, I, as an adult, I don't usually keep cable TV. I just have like streaming services and that's, that's TV oh, for me. Same. But yeah. it just, but it was just always on at one in the morning on E. And so I would just like, tur- it was the only thing on at one in the morning and I'm a night owl. So I would watch it in the middle of the night and just watch them and go, wow, this is oddly fascinating, but also I want to bludgeon myself with a hammer because <laughs> this is so awful. <laughs> <laughs> It is weirdly entertaining, though. It really is. It can suck you in out of nowhere. I, I haven't even gone there. <laughs> don't don't go. I, I don't recommend going. Now, do you ladies get into RuPaul's Drag Race? I love RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, good. I was going to be so nervous. You're like, oh, no, I've heard about it. She gives a lot of references that are often in the pod that I just accidentally get edited out. Accidentally. <laughs> you need to get into it. You don't know what you're missing. Like once it's you get so into good. it. Every person I know that has started watching it, they're like, it just like got me. Like it just hooked me and you it's it's always on now, I feel like, because there are so <laughs> oh, many like yeah. spin-off shows. There are so many other uh like countries that have it. Yeah. There's all star seasons. I rewatch oh, old yeah. seasons all the time. Same. <laughs> all the time what do i want to watch a new show nope gonna put on that rupaul's drag race you should have put on your oh. rupaul shirt today it was dirty what shirt was it um so it is a kind of like a pop art version of rupaul from the sissy that walk music video oh, lovely fierce <laughs> who are some and of your favorite girls Oh, <laughs> I have quite a few. Um, Please. Oh, we'll, so we'll, we're going to we'll go chronologically. Yeah. First season, Tammy Brown. Oh, my. Yes. She's, she's nuts. I don't see you walking children in nature. Huh. 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 I'm acting. I'm acting. <laughs> Come on, Teletubbies. Teleport us to Mars. Oh, no, she's great. That makes me love you even more that you're into Tammy Brown because she is such a nut job. She's, but she's it's nuts. But I'm just like, I want to know your brain. Like, oh, I want to I want to get, get inside there. there and just look around for a little while. Yeah, it has got to be like a Jackson Pollock in there. Just like, <laughs> just like crazy colors Little spurts everywhere. of brain activity. Yeah. <laughs> Many different colors. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, season two, I love Raven. She's oh, Raven. so fierce. <laughs> Juju B was my gal from that season, though. I love Juju B. She's a close second. Just a close second. <laughs> but Raven or Bust. Yeah. <laughs> Their friendship is is so well, it, To me, season two is all about the reunion episode, too. Oh. When, when uh, Miss Tatiana got into it with Raven. Oh, when she was like, I am not done talking. You will talk when I'm done. 
<laughs> you know what, Raven? You are gorgeous, but your inside's dark and nasty. And I don't like yes. that. Yes! Because <laughs> to me, that's living. reality TV. If you have a show that doesn't have that kind of ratchet drama, that's not truly trashy reality TV. No. Agreed. And RuPaul's no. Drag Race, I think, is actually a very good program. Like, it discusses very important topics. But mm. if I'm being honest, I'm all for the drama in the workroom. Oh. And the reunions. Yes. When they don't have a reunion, I'm always so upset. Yeah. Like, why are you doing this to your audience? This is terrible. Yes. I kind of wish that the reunions were a little bit more like the older seasons. Yes. Because I felt like the queens didn't hold back as much in the yeah. earlier seasons. Yeah. And I just, ugh. I just want them to well, tell each other how they Well, back then, the, the fandom and everything was so new mm -hmm. that they didn't have anything to base on why they should or shouldn't do something. Whereas now yeah. they're like, ooh, I don't want to get, you know, Sharon Needles or I don't want to be, Oof, yeah. you know. Oof. I mean, I love Sharon Needles, but she says some things sometimes. She's problematic. <laughs> she says some things. She really does. Um, like, <laughs> I still agree with her win in terms of like where we were at at that moment. And yeah. I still think she's very funny, but she also um, does not have a filter, and that no. can be a lot sometimes. She um, she well, just so we don't go on a <laughs> whole episode, could be about Drag Race if I didn't shut up. I'm okay. Um, I think that's a what are some of your favorite? Sure. <laughs> yeah. What are some of your favorite reality TV shows? Oh, well, that's like my number one. <laughs> well, there you go. And then I think both of us. I think this is your number one. Yeah. Am I close? second is mm -hmm. jersey shore <laughs> yeah. oh wow we love it it's it's something we bonded over like sitting in your bed drinking wine yeah. <laughs> watching jersey shore yeah oh my god for the third like for the third, the third fourth, fourth, fourth time. time yeah did you watch when they did the newer seasons no i've right. seen clips and yeah, i've I studied those clips but i have <laughs> yeah. not watched the entire episode i think i watched like half of the first season mm -hmm. i don't have cable yeah yeah, yeah so i gotcha. I've, been, <laughs> I've been missing it i'm nervous about too. i'm nervous about snooki and jaywow having kids and it yeah. not being as fun because let's be honest children don't make things fun <laughs> <laughs> no and part of me is like i hope you're a good mom so part of me hopes you aren't good reality tv but yeah, also yeah. i don't want to watch you if you're <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't want to watch reformed snooki no i no. hate drama but i live for it <laughs> oh that's my life i'm like oh why do they have to fight all the time and when they're not fighting i'm like this is a boring episode oh yeah <laughs> next <laughs> Manda, and I, <laughs> Manda and i have actually talked about this quite in detail of why on earth we love jersey shore as much as we do and we're not yeah. loving a lot of the new reality tv that we're actually covering yeah and manda pointed out that it's the that we're voyeurs and that we just love to just watch yeah. the chaos unfold. Yeah. We're just like, oh, uh, thank God this is not my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like the little scenes, too, that we love of like when, they get, when they're getting home from a club oh and God, they're just like yes. eating slices of bread so that they're not hungover <laughs> the next morning. Why am I so entertained? And Jay Well, let's be like real. That's the, that's the part of the night you want to be a fly on the wall. People are drunk from the club and they're just talking about what went down. That is what I want to watch. Oh, yeah. Right. Being real. Oh, yeah. The, the slurred words. The horniness. <laughs> the horniness. That, that damn hot tub saw so many awful visions. Just oh, there's so much in that house. When poor Snooki got, got punched in the face. Oh, my, oh, my God. God. Yeah. 
Ooh. But we, we got to talk about Snooki and the hate for Snooki that we are oh, yeah. not here for. Nope. Jeez, well, I was going to say, my next queen. topic was um, reality TV villains, when someone mm-hmm. gets the, the villain edit, as they call it, in reality TV. So I guess we'll start with Snooki, if we want to call her a villain. No. I think she definitely got vilified a little bit by the fans. I guess you're right. Yeah. And they're not fans, I got to say. Nope. nope. Anybody that shits Take on Take several Snooki. seats. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Your opinion sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that has any issues with Snooki is not a true Jersey Shore fan. They're a Jersey Shore judgment person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Coming soon, a new LGBTQ film podcast called Two Gays Watch a Movie. Ooh, it's about to start. Okay, we need snacks. All right, here's the popcorn. I have it. Who is that actress? I don't recognize her. They haven't worked since this movie came out. Guess I'm not shocked. Ooh. Wait, are you a movie talker? You know someone that talks during the movie? <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> so be sure to join hosts Zachary Landolt and Aaron Holman as every episode they dive into a new film, some cinematic masterpieces, but also a couple of hot messes. So any last words from you, Aaron? Is this supposed to be a comedy? I don't think so, Aaron. I don't think so. Well, I actually, I find it interesting the people that will actually use empathy when watching reality TV. Because to me, I've watched too much reality TV. So at this point, if they show someone as being like a bitch, I'm like, what was the rest of that conversation that they didn't show mm-hmm. oh, yeah. us? Or like, what is that clip pulled from that we didn't see? But some people are like, no, I just think they're a bitch. And I'm like, well, that's <laughs> black and white. Yeah. Because that's the way they don't have nuance. Yeah, and that's why I don't think Snooki is a villain because she was never mean to anyone. I, I don't think so either. She was just like, quote, trashy. And so everybody mm-hmm. judged her for it. Well, I also feel like she was just doing what she was hired to do, which is go and be your authentic trashy self on television. Yeah, she took it to 11 for sure. And we loved it. And that's what we talk about, though. I mean, people can talk about her bad all they want to. But when we think about Jersey Shore, I think about Snooki. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. And then J-Wow's boobs. Oh, J-Wow's boobs. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) the the first thing I think of. I don't think about J-Wow's boobs, I got to be honest. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You can still appreciate the beauty. Oh, sure. They're they're there. They are there. She wants it like this, okay? She wants it like this. Well, because that's a show where, like, I wasn't attracted to the men. Like, usually there's, like, some eye candy, but they were so, like, they looked tangerine. They were so covered in like bronzer or like, it's just like, oh no. Oh, yeah. teenage Samantha was very into Polly. I thought oh, that Polly had a lot oh. of sex appeal when I was a teenager. I don't think Polly's attractive anymore, but yeah. he, he, something about him is just like, he, the he hair. Get it. You could like, it's crunchy. Uh, yeah. You could crack an egg on it, it and yeah. it wouldn't, you wouldn't just, go anywhere. You just, you just know he smells good, though. Does he? But, Do but, we know that? I, I don't know. I don't is know if like, I know that. Does he, he smell good for balls? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm for that. I'm for that. Give him a little spray. 
I feel like he smelled like axe and bronzer. That's what uh, I feel like he smelled yes. like. And and hair gel. I'm not oh, against gosh. it. I'm not against the chemicals. <laughs> but okay, with his smell. She had a chemical attraction to positive. <laughs> <laughs> Unintended side effect of axe spray. <laughs> Did you ever get into the real world? Yes. No. I I never really did. I got into the real mm. world and the challenge for yeah, a hot minute, probably for like five seasons of each. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Uh, and he, there is actually somebody from the challenge that goes into my villain list. Oh. Johnny Bananas. Do you remember Johnny Ooh, Bananas? Oh, that's a deep cut, but I do. <laughs> I, I don't remember as much. I didn't research this, but I do remember the name. Bananas the name or Bananas? Bananas. Sounds like a it porn a star in retrospect. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Bananas. <laughs> the thing, I'm Johnny Bananas. The thing was is that <laughs> he he's my favorite villain because he was like the smartest and had the most skill. So he was the best in the game, yeah. and everyone just hated him because he was good at what he did, including the yeah. raw talent and the manipulation. Well, you know it's funny. I feel like most quote unquote villains on competition reality shows are actually just people that understand the show more than everyone else. Oh yeah. So like, oh, they're a bitch. Yeah. I'm like, well, they're they're making it to the finale. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta get cutthroat. Let yeah. me tell you, if there was like a million dollars on the table, I can send apology emails later. You know, <laughs> get <laughs> yeah. that money. Yeah. So, get that money. Get the money. best um, friends race. <laughs> Wait, they only get a hundred thousand dollars. Like, I'll get really ratchet for a hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, money. same, same. <laughs> make friends. I'm here. To Though what's funny about RuPaul's Drag Race is you don't even need to win the show anymore. If you make it to the final like six, you're pretty much yeah. like set career wise. Like, social media is huge mm -hmm. for them now. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Do you, think... Did you hear about the whole Katya thing when she lost All Stars too? Uh, what do you mean? She put up a GoFundMe for herself, like, hey, if you love me, send me tips. And she ended up making, like, $85,000 from donations, what? which after taxes, Alaska made less money from winning that season oh, than Katya made because it's not taxable. <laughs> I'm not so, surprised by that. Even yeah, with so the lip-sync wins, Say Alaska's what? like, so you said that she made less than, or Alaska made. Like, after taxes and everything, yeah. yeah. So did that also include, like, her lip-sync wins? Uh, well that i don't know so maybe it's maybe it's closer to being even if you include the like winning the lip sync money but i think i remember reading that katya technically made more money which i just find hilarious <laughs> well that's that, that's the thing with all of reality tv right now including the competitions is that if the show is good enough you are set for life oh like, yeah love is blind was not a competition they didn't win any money and Do they win money? What they get from that? Just love. Love, yeah. All right. <laughs> and a wedding provided. Love by Love is cheap. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> now I gotta say, in terms of newer reality TV, Love is Blind. I that thing hit me like <laughs> a freight train because I was like, I guess I'll watch an episode of this, and then suddenly I was five episodes deep, and I went, "Fuck, they got me. They got yeah. me." I watched it all in one day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had gone through. I mean, we talked about this on our show, but. Um, because it came out during quarantine, yes. I really think that that's why it's, it's is why that's what made it success. Yeah. Possible oh, it was the because, same way with the circle. Oh yes. Yeah. Ooh, well, we're gonna have to talk about the circle. Oh yeah, we'll talk about it. I had actually gone through a whole phase where I don't think I watched reality TV for like a year, mostly because every time I turned it on, my husband's like, "Oh my god," you know. <laughs> 
And yeah, then I, only, I watch Drag Race, and that's like really the only like regular reality TV that I watch. And that yeah. I kind of put on the pedestal of it. It's not really trashy reality TV, even though it can be. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Love is Blind, there was something so genius about that show. Because at first I thought, oh, well, this is going to be really boring when they leave the pods and everything. But then little did oh, we no, know it, that was only the beginning. Them fuck up it yeah. just hurricane Boom. jessica was coming yes. to us all away okay yes. she was truly bonker balls an alcoholic i'm gonna say I think <laughs> yeah. absolutely needs yeah. some help potentially yeah. um we don't make fun but we need help and just yeah. wow wow i saw that ending coming a mile away well, I was like, she's not going to marry him. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, yeah. it was so weird how they took us through the twist and turns, though, because, like, we, Amanda and I just finished wa- re-watching four and five. Yeah. And five ended with Jessica being like, not wear- I'm taking off my wedding ring. I'm not uh-huh. wearing it anymore. I'm not attracted to you, Mark. <laughs> you know, you're never going to get it. Uh, so, but it's like, Mark. then they continue to... <laughs> Poor Mark. Hashtag poor Mark all the time. (laughs) Justice for Mark. Yeah. (laughs) And they just continue to try and do these twists and turns. And I just, I remember feeling the whole time when I was watching it the first time around, I was like, Jessica just wants to stay in the show. mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Because Carlton and Diamond left. You know, when their relationship was over, they left. And I feel like Jessica and Mark should have left. You know what I think? This is what I think. Uh, This is based on nothing. I didn't even research if this is true. (laughs) I have a feeling that production pulled Jessica aside separately and said, hey, if you don't want to marry him, you don't have to marry him. But do you want to just, like, feel it out for a while longer and just, you know, you're getting paid to do this? So I'm sure they were getting paid to film it. So, I mean, I don't don't, know. Who knows? Who knows? Because they were getting everything for free, though. I mean, it's like a free vacation, you know? Oh, yeah. They might have gotten paid, like, I think you have to pay someone, like, a flat rate just for being, like, on, like, TV. That's true. Like, actual TV. But it probably wasn't much. But I do feel like she was talked to off camera. Oh, for sure. There was a scene, which we will talk about (laughs) in our Mm -hmm. recording today, but there was a scene when, when Jessica is like standing in front of her bathroom mirror at the, at the resort and she just yeah. takes off her ring and she just stares at it for like 10 fucking minutes and then puts it down on the <laughs> counter. It's just like, are you kidding me? Hey, God, and her and fucking, um, God, his name's not immediately coming to me. The Barnett. one she was obsessed with. Barnett, 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 Barnett. Barnett yeah. Okay, because I gotta say, you know who was a fucking star was, uh, oh, fuck. It's been so long since Gigi. I've watched it. Hmm? I know you love Gigi. We talked I about I love it. Gigi. Gigi's a star. <laughs> Gigi. When Gigi talked to her man and like went over to the t- the chairs that were stacked up, but she like pulled a chair down and was like, "Let's talk about it. Let's yeah. talk about it." And pulls down two chairs yeah. and sit down. I'm like, girl, you know what show you're on. I I appreciate what you're doing for me. Well, when um, she ripped her dress and tied it in a oh, bow. My God. This girl, oh. she is writing her man. She is writing a novel with everything yeah. she does. And what G- I love. Gigi rips off her dress and ties oh it in God. a bow and symbolism for. <laughs> Let's talk what about I love how after all of that, they still showed up to the reunion like, we are still dating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh yeah and she, she was kind of like submissive to him in the reunion, if I do say so myself. She was I wonder like, if she I was trying really to be him. more demure and just like <laughs> not be so archaic. <laughs> I don't know. She she knew what? she was getting the villain edit. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, here's the thing. She probably saw what was happening with Jessica and went, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be the villain. I think um, she was trying to at first, though, honestly. Maybe. <laughs> she was just being GG. She was yeah. just doing her. She's always but Who was 10. the girl that ended up with Barnett? I can't remember Amber. her name. Amber. Amber. I liked Amber, I have to say. Amber, ex-tank mechanic. <laughs> ex, <laughs> a.k.a. unemployed. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, I pretty much was like, she loves this gig because she gets to move into a nice house with Barnett. And, like, they were, like, but then she showed up to the reunion looking like a damn star. I was like, what oh, did she yeah. do with that hair oh, done? That I, was, I was into it. Well, the blonde and the fake boobs do a lot for Amber. They, they were perfection. <laughs> they were looking good. Amber was always looking good, but that blonde hair took her to the next level. Yeah. I mean, usually I hate when brunettes go blonde. I'm like, no, but it was it was a moment. I'm, yeah, I'm here really for a moment. Good on her. Mm-hmm. For sure. I also feel like she was showing up as hot as she possibly could to be in front of Jessica. Like, oh yeah, she was. Yeah, on a... I got my man, and also I look better than you. Yeah, she did a she did a two week water diet beforehand. <laughs> cut oh, out yeah, all that did. water weight. She was looking. Oh good. yeah, she, was she glowing. did. She was looking in the mirror and being like, "You're you're gonna show Jessica who's boss." Yeah. <laughs> she knew what was up. She played the game. <laughs> now, in terms of the circle, how did you feel about the circle? Amanda hasn't I watched, watched it. it yet. Yeah, calling <gasps> her out here. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll be, I'll be, should I be quiet about it? So I don't no, spoil I've heard some things about it. I'll talk about it in a general sense. Okay, so, what so I find Sam- genius. Okay, what? go ahead. Go. No, go, Zach. I was going to say, what I found genius about it is it's oddly like a show that I almost stopped watching after the first episode because yes, I thought, God, absolutely. I can't watch these people for a whole show. But oddly enough, I don't know about you, by the end of the show, it was almost like a weird experiment in empathy because by the end, you know so much about all of these people that even like the obnoxious bro dude from Boston, I was like, oh, he's just a big softie who needs to learn how to talk to women. Like, yeah. there's just so many these people I like <laughs> hated at first. So I was like, God, I fucking hate that guy. And by the end, I kind of loved all of them and except for the guy that was pretending to be his girlfriend the catfisher yeah did not like that did not like that yeah he he felt bad about it at the end like he He definitely there was some guilt there because everybody was calling him out because you could just tell when they walked in and they saw that he wasn't who he said all of them were just like so disappointed but yeah no one else turned out to be a lie so yeah you know (laughs) oh Uh, oh whoops No, I know something. I knew there was a guy pretending to be a girl. Yeah, you you know from the beginning though. Yeah, Yeah, in fairness, you know in the first ten seconds. So yeah. Yeah. Well, because the thing you can play as yourself or as like a fake you to like get to sway like how much they like you. Um, which okay, Gasse yeah, yeah. did work with because that one girl who was like, Hi, I'm a model. I work as a model. They were like, I don't like you. And she's like, Well, I am a model. Like, well, that is I, what I do. <laughs> oh, man. I just hate it. turned into like, Everybody's just so jealous of me. You know, like, oh, everybody God, remember wants when to be like, me. Let's get the pretty girls, the pretty skinny girls in here. And I'm like, Oh, God. Yikes. Oh, my gosh. You know what, though? Yikes. I have to say, Sammy is a star. She was born to shine. Sammy was great. She's she gave amazing. me like kind of almost like Mila Kunis vibes a oh, little bit. Yeah, Sammy, Ooh. you're gonna die when you see Sammy. Mm. Sammy. She's great. Mm. She's she was my favorite for sure. Joey, I I agree with you. I hated him day one. I hated him because he was trying to play the game a little too much. And he was a man hoe. Yeah, he was, <laughs> and not even that good looking. If no, I do say not. so myself. Mm, Harry vibes. Mm. What? Harry vibes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Um, but the whole uh, Chris, Chris deserved to go all the way. I loved Chris. Do you remember Chris? I Chris. Yeah, I liked Chris. He he should have like been a winner. He yeah. should have won. It's one of those things where I'm like, oh man, but if they had known, oh, because then there was the weird thing with that show was how they would bring in replacements for people that sent home. So for a while, I was really confused. I'm like, wait, how long is this season gonna be? Because every time someone was like kicked off there would be a new person that's how it was with too hot to handle too netflix is doing weird shit with like bringing people in last minute it doesn't really i haven't watched too hot to handle you don't yeah don't watch Um, it just listen to our coverage on it and you'll be satisfied it it is boring as fuck and the people Mm. (laughs) (laughs) it's a bad show zach it really is just a bad show but there was one guy in the circle who was super hot at the end. Do you remember him? He was kind of like, like, he was with his mom. Wait, what? In the circle. They brought which him one? in at the which very one? end. His mom came with him for some reason. And his mom was the one that was <laughs> pretending to be him online. What? What? Sorry, yeah. I, I don't, wait, I'm having a blank moment. <laughs> wait, was he the, was he the, wait, what's, like what was the his name? But he, I don't remember his name. What? He clearly he's... made an impression on me. So I... beautiful, though. Seriously, he's like. Literally... He was on the circle? Yes. Okay. It's been a while. This is like early quarantine. So <laughs> it's, it's, it might as well be a decade ago. I know. Because all I remember is Joey. I remember Joey. I remember the catfish. I remember the, the cute little guy that everyone was like, oh, I love him. Shoe Bomb. Um, hmm? Shoe Bomb was his name. Shoe Bomb, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember another guy. Was he really hot? <laughs> he was so, so hot. This other oh, guy. Oh, fuck. I gotta, wait. Hold on. And he brought gonna, his mom. I'm just going to research in real time. <laughs> in real time. Because I, I feel like I'm going crazy. Uh, he, his picture isn't showing up anywhere. I think it was Ed. I think his name was Ed. Ed. <gasps> oh, Ed. Okay. He was sexy yeah. AF. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Oh, he was <laughs> fucking hot okay no i remember that why did he bring his yeah, mom yeah, yeah. <laughs> no the show is doing weird shit i don't know he was like a redneck though too he was kind of like a he was a little hottie. bit of a redneck but he was like hot in that way i'm like oh i would never like approach you in a bar but like <laughs> i enjoy looking uh, oh yeah i forgot about and then him his mom shows up <laughs> i'm gonna focus you, on oh this. my god it's all coming back to me yeah his fucking crazy mom oh, hillbilly I mean, mama coming in oh y- you know what you should say to her you should you say, should tell her that <laughs> she's the only thing you think about when you wake up in the morning like and when like, you shower like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening oh, man. you go home and watch this like <laughs> tonight because <laughs> well, yeah suddenly someone shows up as the replacement and it's like two people and you're like what the fuck and yeah. it's like and i'm his mom yeah, and obviously none of the new people have any chance of winning. That's what bothers me with oh, these, yeah. this format. Is it's it's unless they were just ridiculous. ruthless and found some way to just unless they were like, "Hi, my name's Kristen. Um, I'm in a wheelchair and I've been blind since I was three. Like maybe then you could like check them all into believing that you should say. Do you remember? You have to have a sob story. You have to have a sob story that they go, "Oh, they seem so sweet. I could never send them home." Yeah. Do you, you remember the the girl that Joey? gets real serious about oh 
we get what was her name i don't remember that i know we were talking about though and then she was like wow really like wow too much like they were ready to get engaged yeah this is definitely (laughs) something i'm like y'all you're y'all are horny in your pods because this is a little (laughs) much like chill out i'm like come on they're what they're in that like you know honeymoon online dating bubble we're like this is the person i'm gonna end up with the rest of your life you talk to them for two more days you're like i never want to talk to them again. yeah i'm not into them they smell weird <laughs> <laughs> they don't smell like poly D. <laughs> they don't I like need them chemicals next <laughs> Was A Quiet Place inspired by signs it comes at night in War for the Planet of the Apes? Was Ready Player One influenced by Avatar, Wreck-It Ralph, and The Last Starfighter? Is the Hurricane Heist more influenced by Sharknado or Geostorm? These are the kinds of questions my guest co-hosts and I discuss on my podcast, Piecing It Together. Every week we look at a new movie and try to figure out what other movies inspired it, whether it's the story, the character development, tone, or even use of music. Every movie was influenced by something that came before and we want to figure out what. Check out Piecing It Together on your favorite podcast app or check us out on piecingpod.com. You can also follow us on social media at piecingpod. Piecing It Together is a part of the All Points West Podcast Network. (laughs) Well, it's weird, The Circle. It's almost the perfect show to be producing right now because it's a bunch of people separate from each other. You can film them all in their little apartments. Like, I actually wonder if they're going to just crank out The Circle for Netflix because... The only thing they have to be all together for is the reunion. Well, one of our friends yeah. told us that they have a circle for like every major country mm-hmm. and that she's watched that. all versions. And I'm like, that show really wasn't that good. I'm not that into it. <laughs> well, because I wonder at the time, is this show really that good or is it just quarantine? I have nothing to do. Oh, and it yeah. gives me yeah. something to think about. That I can forget about the world for a moment yeah. and just focus on, you know, what's going on with Ed? Yeah. Ed and Ed's yeah. mom. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, and we can bring it back to the uh, Too Hot to Handle for a quick second. The AI in the circle, how did you feel about that? Were you as, as annoyed as I was? Um, it was pretty annoying. It, <laughs> it was, was pretty stupid. Awful. It was pretty stupid. The, the fake AI. We have it in Too Hot to Handle, yeah. too. I told Manda, Netflix is, like, addicted to including this fake AI. Yeah, it's a cone diffuser. <laughs> too Hot to Handle. <laughs> and her name is, what, Lana? Oh, Yeah, you gotta give Too Hot to Handle a watch or a listen, because that is the trashiest of all trash what, right what there. What did that come on? That was Netflix. That was in right after Love is Blind. April, oh. May ish. It was another. Oh, you know what it was? Show. Yeah, I think after Love is Blind, I went, I need a moment. Like, this yeah. is, I've watched <laughs> too much trash. I don't usually watch this much. My, well, one thing I do watch regularly is on Amazon Prime, they have all the old seasons of America's Next Top Model. And if you want to oh. talk about trashy TV, I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> I was an old school, like, it would come on Oxygen every Saturday when I was like a teen, and I would just re watch those old seasons. Yeah, and it holds up but there's also some moments where you're like wow these people would all be canceled if this came out now exactly i was watching some clips last night in preparation for this conversation and i was (laughs) shook i could not believe what i heard on this show Oh yeah. yeah, transphobic stuff homophobic stuff yeah are you talking about the texas girl oh with when isis was on Oh yeah, Isis. That was because poor yeah. Isis was just trying to do her thing, and that one awful girl was like, 
I'll kick that man out of this competition. I'm like, you would be crucified now. You're so awful. Yeah, it's insane Ugh, to see what well, we even And what else it. is good, if you haven't gotten into this, because it, it's worth watching, on YouTube, or I think he was doing it through Instagram, but he uploaded them all to YouTube, um, uh, uh, Jay Manuel would do these reunion talks with people from all the old seasons, Ooh. and they would just dish all the shit from those seasons and he was giving some behind the scenes gossip like he would talk about how there were photo shoots that he never agreed that they should do but tyra would be like let's just do it it'll be fine like he never wanted to do the episode where they were playing like other ethnicities he was oh, like this could be offensive yeah. i don't know if this is great She's like no it's like art it's oh my god yeah. Do you not yeah. remember that? No, I remember that. I remember that now that you're saying it. But the fact that Tyra pushed it is yeah, pretty Yeah, it was upsetting. apparently it was he's like, I would like to make it clear this was not because he was the creative designer for most yeah. of the shoots. But he was like, that was not one of my ideas. I did not agree to that. Yeah. Uh, and just also, it's weird. Like I was watching one of the seasons with um, Carity and Melrose yeah. when Melrose played oh, yeah. Donald Trump and Melania. Oh yeah. And I thought, ooh, this is. But also, it was weird to be like, remember a time when that's all Donald Trump was? He was just like, oh, yeah, the guy from The Apprentice. Like, we we giggle at him from time to time. It's yeah. Like, yeah. And now. <laughs> what is somehow, happening? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. Well, that's, I mean, that's another thing. I was going to talk about how I feel like reality TV has taken over. I mean, I think lately, quality TV has come back. But for a while there, reality TV was most of the mainstream market, I think. Yeah, the 2000s. Yeah. yeah. And so you think, like, it's it kind of almost makes sense that, like, a reality TV star would become the president eventually because people are so oh. brainwashed into, like, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> like, because he gets humanized somehow. Yeah, I on like that him. Awful show. He's straightforward. He doesn't bullshit. <clears throat> Roll the tape. I guess Gordon, I guess Gordon <laughs> Ramsay needs to be our next president. Yeah. Your policies <laughs> are shit. Jessica should be our next president. <laughs> she, she walks up to the podium. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, so I'm 34. It's okay. I'm old enough to be the president. <laughs> God, I just love that she was so obsessed with like, you know, like people don't think it's a big deal, but like I'm 34 and he's like 20 and he's like in his 20s. So like yeah. he's like in a totally different place. He's like, no, but I want to get married. Like I, that's what I want. She's like, yeah, but you say that, but like you're like, you know, you're like 24 <laughs> and you're like saying that, but like I'm 34 and I'm like, really I'm like girl, you're the only obstacle in this relationship. It is not him. It is not him. When she met his family, her energy was like, Hi guys. Hey, I'm Jessica. Yeah, she, yeah we've got you. nice to meet you. It was yeah. and his family, you could tell we're like, who the fuck is this bitch? Um, and that is the exact reason why Jessica Batten has to be one of our villains for sure. Yes. Yeah. A major. I don't think that was an villain. edit. I don't think that was an edit. Like I just gotta say. Uh, yeah, no. I mean I do feel empathy. I do feel empathy for her. I feel oh, like sure. people have come for her way too hard, but she is. Oh, I don't a like that. I don't like the yeah. hatred. Oh, yeah. Like I hate That's when people do that. Much. I'm like, it's not worth that, guys. It's a fucking no. TV show. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, is if if someone said, "Do you think she's kind of actually a bitch, or you think it was for TV?" I'm like, no, I think she's a little judgmental, and she was being kind of awful. Yeah, I think yeah. she's a shallow person. Who was fucking cute? Like Mark was really cute, at least to so me. Cute. I thought he was very, very cute. I like and she there was, was nothing like wrong was with like, him, that's for sure. No, he was he was nice. He was a little um over eager to yeah. commit to her. Where I was yeah. like, uh oh. 
Uh-oh. There's but a bunch of red time. flags that he's ignoring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it just it was so funny though how their shifts would happen in the pods when someone would say, Oh, actually, I'm in my twenties, and suddenly the entire mood of the room would change. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Yeah. I could almost watch a whole show of just the pods. Like just 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 show the <laughs> I agree. I've actually been wondering like what are all the conversations that happened? And it's weird uh. because I want to see them, but at the same time I respect the show for keeping it private too sure yeah sure. but also i want to see all those cringy moments yeah girl. let me see what happens well, the thing that was the thing because this is what's so funny with the circle not to go back to the circle <laughs> but when i watched it at first i thought like well wait what's the rest of the show gonna be because it'd be like the first episode and they'd be like um will you marry me it's like oh my god i fucking love you so much right now i'm so fucking in love with you and you'd be like are you engaged You've been talking for two days. <laughs> they would be so like, she'd be sobbing and they'd be like meeting each other and embracing like they were fucking soulmates. I'm like, two days ago, this was a non-person. Yeah. It, just, it was a crazy, <laughs> crazy concept for a show that somehow I can't wait for season two. I gotta like get it to me right now. Like, crank out these shows. Like give us something to watch uh, yeah. during the pandemic. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Oh my God. So who are some of your other favorite reality TV villains? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I already said Raven. Yeah. <laughs> she was definitely a villain in her season. <laughs> See, my number one RuPaul villain is still Fifi O'Hara. She's fierce. Yeah. She's so fierce. You need to, uh, you do need to get into a drag race. If, if, if only like the first few seasons there, it's, it's good stuff. It's it's good. Oh yeah. So I'm going to do it for sure. You need to. Uh, it's, just got to find the time. <laughs> yes. Like I was writing down some of Raven's quotes that stuck out to me that I was like, Ooh, she got right in there cutting words <laughs> when she was talking about Tatiana's book and her look. Oh, and she's like, her interview was shit. Her look was shit. Her book cover was shit. Her trying to she's launch shit. and sell the book. She's shit. <laughs> Whenever they do the harsh cut, I think it's Islam Union. She's like, I would never say that that your drag was useless. And it's like, her book cover shit. Yeah. Her look is shit. Her makeup is shit. She's shit. <laughs> Just, with Fifi O'Hare, though, it's of course the, at least I am a showgirl, bitch. Go back to Party City where you belong. Yes. <laughs> Or remember when Fifi came back for All-Stars 2 and her big mission was, I'm going to show everyone the real Fifi. And within like two episodes, she was pulling people aside like, hey girl, are you sure about that character you're going to do? Like, I don't know. Like, no no one was laughing at it. It was really weird. Are you sure about that accent? Because it sounds more like you, not Joan Crawford. And then she didn't come back for the reunion. Oh, yeah. And then RuPaul got super pointed with her, like, looked directly into the camera, and she was like, you know, you're not guaranteed a redemption. It's it's actually something you have to earn. It's kind of funny how that happens like that. (laughs) And then, like, the the shit, or I just remember seeing, like, the poop emoji on the little uh, things, like, oh, God, what was it? That they played the game, and all of it was basically directed at Fifi. Oh yeah. Like, oh, the like bullshit. Like, yes. was it tea or bullshit or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah tea or bullshit. Oh that's my, what my favorite was um Tatiana when she was talking about when Fifi left. She's like, mm, do I believe she didn't hug Alyssa because she was gonna cry? No, mostly because she did not cry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Choices. 
Sorry, poor Sam. I was like, cool. No, okay. Okay. I'm okay. This is my turn. You guys talked about the circle. <laughs> he is drawn well, the good thing is your podcast is about trashy reality TV. There's literally a well of content. Just like, yes. There's a million. I remember there was this one crazy show. It only lasted, I think, for one season. It was on MTV. And it was it was like a '70s reality TV show where they had to live in a house like the real world, but they had to live as if it was the '70s. So we we're like '70s mm-hmm. clothing, '70s TV, '70s music. What? And the craziest thing, craziest thing, was at any moment during the day they could randomly play the hustle over the speakers <laughs> throughout the house. They would have to get up wherever they were and do the hustle. Even it'd be like three in the morning, they're all in bed, and you hear them all going oh no and they have to get up and just do the hustle it was it was a crazy show i think it was called 70s house I am think i it dreaming what yeah and what i remember thinking oh this is such a cool guy like, loved it i love it was, it was so stupid but i loved it and i wanted them to come back and just do a different decade for every season and they just it did not get picked. well i think there wasn't enough drama drama but it was such a i love crazy concept reality tv also where it's just like this is the craziest idea for a show well, kind that like one is wild. That yeah, it's wild. Wow. I love that so much. Have, have you I don't watched... know if you can even find it anywhere, but I definitely watched it back I'm in the I'm worried day. that you dreamed about that show, and this is just no, Joe showing your dreams. I remember they were making fondue, and it was really disgusting. And when someone said, that was a fondant. <laughs> that's all I remember. That's my number one quote. Um... Have you watched Love, love Island? No, it's I, I, it's on my immediate list of if I'm going to dive in, I might go to Love Island. Yeah, but it's hard to get the America version. So you can access UK and Australia on oh, weird. Hulu, but America isn't available. You have to like buy extra stuff to stream it. And wow. I just started it a couple of weeks ago, and it's literally an episode per day. Oh, wow. Oh, geez. And it's like, it is cut and edited, but barely. Oh, and wow. it just like at first I was super into it, like the voyeur and me, like yeah, show it, like show me everything, because Too Hot to Handle didn't show us anything. Uh, no, but Love Island is all forty days, and then they also interact with the viewers and have people vote what happens inside of the whoa thing. So like America is happening right now, and people oh, are voting so like who comes in and out of the house. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah. It's a good that's one. There's crazy. a lot of drama, but it's, it gets kind of boring because it's every single day. So, like, what are we going to see? What are we going to watch? What's weird? Like, I guess, like a, like a closing question. What do you think makes reality TV so entertaining to audiences? Like, it's had such a staying power. I remember people used to think, like, oh, this will die out in a few years. And, like, no. No, never. Because I think all of us like to live vicariously yeah whether we like yes. to admit it or not mm-hmm. we watch other people ruining their lives or succeeding and we're either rooting for them or wanting them to fail <laughs> I, I think people like the idea thing. of watching a a quote-unquote everyday person either succeeding or they can go oh at least i'm not that mess exactly. like at least it, it gives you a it makes you feel better about your own life. You're oh, like, well, yeah. at least I'm not, I'm not Jessica. 
yeah. I've never been Jessica. <laughs> see, uh, see, I've been Jessica. I even sent her a screenshot. I was like, I've been this drunk before. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, she would get so drunk. Oh, so drunk. yeah, you wouldn't get that drunk on reality TV. I don't know. I'm in Mexico. Anything happen. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's here to stay. I think that it's changing. Like, it's going to change and already has changed to where, you know, the audiences have just matured, just like we were talking about with ANTM. There are things that people have said that's just completely uh, not acceptable to us today in 2020. Yeah. And so I think we'll continue to get better that way. And one thing that Amanda and I were talking about earlier is how I cringe when I see like 2001 to 2005 American Idol ad- auditions. Oh. And I that's like a genre that I feel shouldn't exist anymore. Or if it does, it needs to be highly edited because I like making fun of people in that way. Like yeah. we don't do that anymore. Well, I mean yeah i can i can distinctly remember i used to only like the audition episodes and, and i used to laugh at them. I, mean, I did laugh at them i can't lie and say i didn't laugh at them and now you i don't think you could ever do that like now because no. you watch all those music competition shows it's all about let's lift them up let's be positive and so it is funny with reality tv i almost feel like it's a barometer for where the culture was at yeah. at that moment oh, because there are things you could like even like not to go back to everything RuPaul Drag Race but there are things they say to each other on those early seasons that they would never say to each other now like and so I think it shows how different how we've progressed on different ideas about gender about sexuality about Mm -hmm. race about you know many things because yeah you watch those early 2000s reality shows and TikTok you'll find something to be offended by it's it's crazy yeah everything so I think it's going to continue to mature and then one thing that we've noticed too is that they're paying a lot more attention to production quality and they're trying to make it an experience for us and I don't know that I love that yeah sometimes I want it to be a little more down and dirty but I also appreciate when they like put it as a polished package for me because some early yeah. rally tv was like you'll get what we got <laughs> like, you know, yeah like, and you it's know. super grainy i like it yeah. though that's yeah. the stuff i, I mean, like it's kind of some of the best stuff like yeah i mean jersey shore in the clubs oh yeah that's the best stuff S- snooki peeing in a bush Jay while peeing down a drain upstairs <laughs> that's yeah. like oh my, like, god. oh my god what <laughs> um but I can't love- find a bathroom <laughs> <laughs> love is blind does a good job of kind of a mixture of like giving you kind of like the real real while still yeah it, the camera is being really it has really good quality and then also some of those more produced moments so i think that's where reality television is is heading there's also that uh show on netflix oh, it's a dating show um, I have it on here. The Dating Around. Have you seen it? No. Either of you? Mm-mm. It's basically about these couples that go on blind dates and, and they go to they go on a blind date with like three different people and it's all really staged. It's all really high production, but it's still a decent show um, yeah. and just really high value. And then like Indian Matchmaking is another one. That one has really high production quality, wow. but it's still kind of giving you like the down and dirty of reality TV. So I think that's where it's going for sure. Yeah like a combination yeah (laughs) a swirl (laughs) last question um what do you think is the trashiest reality show you've ever watched in your life too hot to handle really (laughs) yeah i every week when we would watch and prepare i was just like i hate this so much (laughs) yeah i hate most of these people i'm not having a good time (laughs) oh man and just you'll have to watch it but uh, you, you've you've oh. sold me it's not, it's not <laughs> enough. i'm like yeah i'll watch it i'll watch it yeah 
Uh, the no, tr- ma'am. The trashiest, <laughs> I, I, that's so hard to say. Like, if we're considering, like, the Jerry Springer and, like, the Jenny Jones <laughs> reality TV, which it is. And, like, even yeah. the Judge Judy and shit like that, that's like... Yeah, it's it's semi real and semi mostly fake, but it's it still has that just sheen like, of daytime reality TV where yeah. it just feels worse somehow. Yeah. Those Icky. are definitely the worst <laughs> ones. They're the ickiest ones that you know I do not partake in any longer. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> undeniably the worst one I think I've ever watched because I just think about it and I go, oh my god, that was a TV show. Do you remember this show? It was on Fox. I think it was on Fox. It was called The Swan. <gasps> Yes. Where they would take these everyday women that were quote unquote ugly as sin or whatever oh God, and yes. do like 15 plastic surgeries on them. Oh God, they would. I thought I had dreamed that. No, it's real. <laughs> and, and I remember the thing that was always the most jarring was when the ch- if they had children, the children would come and be, because they'd be away from their family for like a month or something. And the kids would see their mom and be like, you know, look like yourself. And they'd be like, oh, sweetie. And it's like, no, that's not good. No. That's not good. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you know the show, Sam? I haven't seen that You'll one. Here's what they would do. It was a <laughs> here's what was even more gross about it. It was women, they were pretty much saying to women, Don't worry, if you're really ugly, if you have enough plastic surgery, you'll be worth looking at and we can treat you like a beautiful woman now. But th- that's already bad enough. But then after they did all of the makeovers, they made them compete in a beauty contest oh against each other. God. And then the winner would be crowned, quote unquote, the swan. It was truly crazy. And when I mean plastic surgery, I mean, like, they would have, like, nose job, lip job, brow lift, boob job, liposuction, like, they'd be working out on, like, I remember this one, I'll never forget this one image from the show, this girl's face was almost completely covered in bandages, she was on an elliptical, just, like, on the elliptical, face, it was... It's like it a sci-fi crazy. movie. It was that, crazy. I feel like that scene does sound familiar to me, though. The elliptical scene. I feel like I must have gotten a flash of it or something, like oh, a clip of it. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Maybe it was though. on like a compilation of like the trashiest reality TV. Movies. Yeah, so yeah. No, that might that might move up in my book. It, that, that to me is like no. good barometer. They could never do that now. Well, like, no, actually, oh, actually, oh, oh, guys, oh, no. have you watched Netflix's Skin Decision? No. I've only watched one episode and I turned it off because they get pretty graphic with the plastic surgery. But it's meant to be this like uplifting show of how this uh, like dermatologist and plastic surgeon have paired up and they're helping women with scars that represent trauma from their childhood. And I was like, oh, that's Uh super cool. Right. So the, the first episode is this woman who had gotten shot by her husband 12 times. She had had scars all over her body. And she was coming to them to get those scars removed so that she's not reminded of them every day. I was like, this is fucking badass. This is awesome. Next thing I know, they're like, oh, we're also going to be giving her a tummy tuck, and we're also (gasps) going to be lifting her breasts, and we're also going to be doing these things. I'm like, I thought (gasps) you were supposed to be getting rid of her scars, and now you're turning this into like, oh, her body's not good enough as is, so we're going to change all these other things too. And I was so grossed out by it. That was a bait and switch. Right? That's how I felt. (laughs) No, I only watched the one, and I only watched halfway through, so so maybe I'm judging it too quickly, but I felt like them assuming that she needed a tummy tuck was not okay. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Don't control her body. She can can be however she is. Fix those scars and move on. Yeah. (laughs) Next. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for going into – this grand discussion on <laughs> <Yeah>. reality TV. <laughs> um, a segment I do with all of my guests. I ask them all, who was the last actress that made you feel something? 
it could be a funny performance it could have been a dramatic performance or just like oh she looks fierce in that just the last time you remember being like oh i'm gonna get majorly judged for this i'll go first and amanda can wrap it up i sadly have not watched a star is born until last weekend if you can believe it so at least you've seen it yeah (laughs) my answer is obviously lady gaga i was snapchatting manda the whole time that i knew and it was uh i can't it's impressive she's impressive i mean that movie it 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 become it's become one of my favorite love stories like it's right up there with the notebook it's right up there with like you know the classic dirty dancing like it's it's one of those it's whenever i'm feeling sad i know i'm gonna be watching that movie it's just <laughs> amazing wait, wait hold up you're gonna watch that movie when it, you're it, sad yes it ends sad i realize i like to purge sad, out the still... tears myself when yeah. i'm sad i like to watch something sad yeah it was just such I get a it. deep love story that it's just like that's the one it it was yeah. amazing so lady so gaga good. is definitely my answer Oof. Well, with that one, it's a remake of a remake of a remake. But yeah. what I think that one gets right so much is that it humanizes his character as much as her. So that even mm-hmm. when he's like self-destructing, you're like, no, what are you yeah. doing? Because you, yeah. uh, when you know like all of his backstory with like his dad and everything, it's yeah. just, uh, you, you can't help but just, uh, I sobbed so much. Oh, so me much too. Oh, yeah. I was, I was watching it on my computer and my husband turned to me and he's like, okay and i like turned around mascara running down my face I'm like no i'm not <laughs> yeah me and my friends all went to go see it and at the end she had you know just done the last song and uh, then the credits started rolling and the lights were coming up and we were just like wiping tears yeah. away. like i'm not uh, okay no yeah but she was phenomenal in that yeah. like everything yeah. about that performance I, I like even my husband who was playing like a video game while i was watching it he just kept looking over he's like she's so amazing she's so talented i was like well, i know the thing that she did that was most impressive to me is that i wasn't sure that lady gaga could pull off being like an everyday pedestrian girl like i thought that mm. part of it would be really hard for her to portray mm-hmm. but she she pulled it off she was great yeah I, yeah I i remember thinking too i was actually shocked that the credits were lady gaga and not under like stephanie like not yeah, I know originally she name. said she was going to do that and I guess they changed their mind. I wish they didn't kind of. I kind yeah. of wish it was Stephanie instead of yeah. Lady Gaga, but it was beautiful and she was an amazing actress in that movie. Incredible. She did great. Yeah. Oh, she I, I got chills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> I've been trying to get her on this train for years. Mm-hmm. There you go. And finally Amanda. she's here. <laughs> uh for me, I just got caught up and finished how to get away with murder Mm. and miss viola davis yeah when she is feeling something you can feel it coming through the screen yeah when she's she's crying or yelling like you can feel that she is like giving it everything like every cell in her body well, reacting. she radiates like strength even when she's in a really vulnerable moment. It just uh-huh. makes it very powerful. Oh, she's incredible. Every time that's I a watch, great one. Oh, I love her. That's so a good answer. Much. Yeah. She oh, she does not get the credit she deserves. Mm. 
in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I have a vintage answer. <laughs> Let's Ooh, hear yes. it. Yes. <laughs> the vintage one. Um, randomly last night, I, I I don't know about you, sometimes I just scroll through like streaming, like what am I going to watch? I'm going to watch. I end up watching yeah, yeah. something mm-hmm. I've seen like a billion times. Oh, yeah. But I did not watch my best friend's wedding in like a hot <laughs> minute. And I forget how actually good Julia Roberts is in that movie. Like I think I always thought, yeah, you know, it's Julia Roberts. It's fine. But it's such a character that I don't see made, especially in rom-coms anymore, where she's kind of an unlikable character. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is actually kind of the villain of the film in a way. And she, but somehow still makes you, si- not side with her, because I definitely didn't want her to succeed, but you <laughs> understand what's going on with her. Because I think we've all had that thing of, oh no, that person that I'm still attracted to is now, you know, com- officially moved on and it, this is over. And she's just so good. And, those, and the curls. I mean, you don't get enough oh, of Julia geez. Roberts' curls. Her hair. No. <laughs> Glorious. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you want to let the audience know where they can find you online? Oh, for sure. Ooh, putting us on the spot. <laughs> oh. So our podcast is Who You Call Trashy. No G. No G. As we said at nope. the start. You no can find G. us everywhere. Uh, find us on uh, Apple Podcasts and leave us a review if you like us. And they can find us on social many places. Yeah. So we're on Facebook at Who You Calling Trashy Podcast. And then we also have a discussion group where so far you and I are just posting memes. Yeah, we have some fun. <laughs> and then we are also on Instagram. Same thing, Who You Calling Trashy. Mm-hmm. And then we also have our personal pages. I'm at Manda Talks Trash. And I'm at Sam Talks Trash. So you guys come hang out with us. Lovely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Oh my God, yeah. this was so fun. You're going to come <laughs> hang out with us, right? Okay. Yeah, totally. Join us in the <laughs> dumpster. <laughs> All right, that's the show. And one more big thank you to Sam and Amanda of Who You Callin' Trashy for coming by in another world. I had such a fun time talking about all of the pieces of garbage that we have enjoyed over the years and will inevitably enjoy in the future and if you want to support the pod you can follow me at in another world pod on instagram or at iaw podcast on twitter and there is also a facebook group for in another world so there are many places if you have any suggestions for future topics that you would like to hear me and some guests discuss then please feel free to dm me on any of those platforms And as you heard in the middle of the show, I do want to formally announce the new show I am going to be doing with Aaron Holman, who is the host of the Eye to Eye podcast, our new show called Two Gays Watch a Movie, where every week we will watch a different film classic, new film, piece of garbage, just something that we can have a ton of fun discussing. And the premiere of that will be coming in the next few weeks, and I will have a concrete date for you as I know what it is. We are still in the process of writing and editing a couple of things together, but I just want to give you a little teaser, so I thought I would drop the trailer in this week. But that should be coming probably by October, and also in October I will have the bonus series A Trip to Haddonfield, which I have an extra special guest co-host, Devin Ray, 
who is the dev of Good Luck with Sam and Dev that you heard Samantha plugging in the This Week in Pop Culture segment. And we've been having such a fun time recording those episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the month of October they'll be released. And the premiere is on Friday, October 2nd. And every episode will be covering a different Halloween entry in the franchise. I mean all of them. All the original sequels, the Rob Zombie reboots, and ending with the 2018 David Gordon Green final reboot. So it's going to be a lot of fun. They are not all winners, but the <laughs> the weaker ones almost make the more fun episodes to listen to, if you know what I mean. So without anything else to add, I just want to wish you all a fabulous week, and I will see you all here next time. Bye!